Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Hello and welcome to the Beast Ride With Us November event calendar rundown. But to get us excited about some of those events, I'd like to welcome Leanne Droud, Ace Publication Director, to the podcast to talk about the Phoenix Fall Fun Fest. Leanne, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, before we get going on the topic, can you tell us and all of our listeners about the Publication Director role? Because that sounds pretty impressive. I would like oversee all of ACE's publications, which includes um, ACE News, uh, which is on our online uh, biweekly, well, weekly publication, um, Roller Coaster, which comes out quarterly and is printed, and ACE News Now, which, you know, is just uh, updated bulletins when there's, when there's news that goes right on the website. It involves a lot of stuff. I mean, because I have to deal with the printer of Roller Coaster, and I have to coordinate with the layout people. There's a layout person for ACE News and a layout person for roller coaster and i proofread an awful lot of stuff so it's hard you read it all you read it all. i read it all yeah (laughs) so so here's the challenge for you when you get like a cool idea how do you pick which of your directions to take it usually the ideas come from other people you mean in terms of like articles for publications well yeah how do you know if it's going to be an article or you want to put it in the magazine or if it's you know just a write-up I, I'm kind of a hands-off um, uh, publications director. Like, I have really t- two wonderful editors. The editor of Ace News is Rob Askoff, and he's a really experienced editor. And Tim Baldwin is the editor of Roller Coaster, and he's an experienced editor. And so they, you know, uh, if I get an idea or, or if anyone gets an idea, they send it to them. And, you know, we talk about it, and some things are obviously more more newsworthy in terms of immediate news, you know, and they would go in Ace News. And Roller Coaster, because it comes out um, four times a year, it's it's not any, it's not a place for breaking news. It's a place for, um, I guess, if you think about Ace's missions, uh, you know, we're interested in roller coasters and parks and the history of those and preservation. And so articles about those topics tend to wind up in Roller Coaster. Whereas Ace News focuses more on, you know, events, event reports, like from all the regions, new coasters that open, um, parks that open or close, and, you know, just kind of funky things that you just come up now and then. It's what we don't do, and, and it's kind of hard um, sometimes to explain to people, what we don't do is publish articles on, um, and, and we often get requests to do this. It's sort of like what I did on my summer vacation, you know, um, someone wants to write about a trip they took around the United States and what parks they went to. And that's really not, I mean, although it, it's about roller coasters, it's really not ace news. I mean, because when you think about the organization, um, that's what we try to focus on, things that are relevant to the whole organization. Now, there's um, Ace360, which is which is, comes under Derek Perry, under communications. That appears on the website. And Derek has, a, you know, a lot more freedom to kind of think about, you know, um, pieces like that or, you know, things that he might want to use. But there's, it's a fine line. And, and, you know, and I think sometimes people get irritated when they think, well, you know, why isn't this worthy of publication? And I guess it just, it, it just sort of 
matters where it it falls. And yeah. we just make judgments about that. And <laughs> you may not so like So sometimes our you feel like a traffic cop, huh? You're oh, like yeah. sending this <laughs> over here, channel this over there. Yeah, so absolutely. Let's, I, I can't, I can't think of it. That's it's, it's good to, that we, you can kind of lay out, you've got so many options of, of places to send content. So, so yeah. Um, so, but we're here to talk about the Knobles and if somebody has never heard about Knobles, what would you, what would be your small pitch or your kind of high level overview? If you just met a new member and they didn't even know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I, we <laughs> You're going to have to stop me because, because I could say I could say an awful lot about that. I th- I think one of like if you because it, it, especially younger people who are more from who sort of have grown up in the past you know ten twenty years whatever, there just aren't par- parks anymore like Knobles. I mean, it it really is a throw. Well, to me, it's it's my favorite kind of park because it's very democratic. You can go to Knobles and it doesn't matter how much money you have. You can spend no money. You can spend a lot of money because, first of all, it, it doesn't cost anything to park. It doesn't cost anything to get in. And there's when no you get gates. In, no, no, no. There are no gates. It's an open. And there's park. no parking attendant asking for money as you're trying no, to get in. There may be a parking attendant, but what the parking attendant does is tell you where to park because <laughs> there's a huge lot that everybody parks in. But it's all free. So if you want to come and, and you can bring your dogs, too. So if you would just like to come and have a nice day of strolling around, you can do that. You don't have to spend a penny. But, you know, if you want to buy something, if you want to buy something to eat, they have really delicious food. I mean, all kind of vendors. So whatever you can want, want to spend, that's up to you. You know, you can buy food. You can go on rides. They have um, options of ride, ride ticket booklets. Now, it's really funny because people just aren't used to this anymore. Because the tickets are in varying amounts. Like, well, there used to be more. There used to be the 20 cent tickets, the 25 cent tickets, 50 cent tickets, and a dollar. And now, you know, <laughs> the prices have gone up. So now they're just the 50 cent tickets and the dollar tickets. But still, you have to do a little math there because each ride has a price. So when you go up to a ride, you know, you, you got to look at the, what the price is and pull out the right amount of tickets. So, so that's one option. And then some days they have the ride all day pass and you can just get a ride all day pass, get a hand stamp and you ride all the rides, you know, without buying any tickets. So it's really up to you, you know, like what, and they, there's a museum there. There's a kind of a coal museum and which has a lot of local history. And it's just, it's just, it's an open park. I mean, it's, it's fairly flat. You just walk around, go where you want to go. You see what you want to see. and it just isn't like any other park. I mean, and the and the employees are all friendly. The rides are fantastic. And I mean, I guess what what I really like is the mixture of rides because Knobles is really into preservation and they've preserved a lot of old rides. I mean, some of them are, you know, almost one of a, well, some of them are one of a kind rides. Um, and some of them are just like ride, rides that you don't find very many places. But they have, you know, they have uh, lots of spinning new rides too. And um, they have three wonderful wood coasters that are really well maintained. They really maintain their wood coasters, which is such a plus. So you can find, I mean, then there's, there's kitty rides. Anybody can go here and have a good time. I mean, I, I just can't say enough about it. That's a great <laughs> overview. So how in the world do you hold an event where the park is so open like this? Because that just... Is if you can if you could just show up in the parking lot and bring your own cooler, it just it strikes me as kind of 
kind of intriguing that that they were that they hold an event. So how how do how do they uh, hold an event? Well, so um, they're very sometimes um, a sponsors event like Ace Eastern Pennsylvania has an event there every year, and um, but the park has events too. And this the Fun Fest is a park event. So what they do is you have to they you know online they say oh you know register now, and the, in this case I mean this was just ridiculous. The, I mean in terms of what you got. That, so the price. <laughs> but, uh, this, is, this is crazy. <laughs> I actually thought maybe I went to like you know ten years ago post or something like that because the price was unreal. So how much did it cost to go to this event? Well, the event cost five dollars. <laughs> five whole dollars. I know. Well, I saw that. It, I was like, what? And it didn't really cost five dollars because so anyway, you have to sign up. So you sign up and you pay five dollars. But then when you get there, there's a the you check in at a pavilion. So there are employees there that check you in and they give you a wristband. So that's how they know who's there for the event. But you also got a ticket book for five dollars. So you really didn't pay anything because you got your $5 back in tickets. And so they had, um, they had ERT and, you know, the way that, that that's managed is, you know, the, Ooh, the ride attendant I, looks I, at I the I do want to talk about the ERT, but before I thought there was one other thing that happened before the ERTs and the ride started that I thought was intriguing. They had a souvenir swap meet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's always What is a souvenir swap meet? Oh, so is this wow. in the same pavilion? No, no, that's in a different. Well, yes, it was this time. It isn't always, but this time it was, and that was fortunate because um, it was raining. So um, the souvenir swap meet. I don't. I've never been a vendor, but if you're a vendor, you just. I think you just have to let them know. I don't know if there's a charge for a vendor, but all kind of people come. Like um, there's one person who comes every year, and she has a lot of stuff. She has books, postcards. Some people, well. Uh, or some some person came last year because they were trying to clear out their they were going to move and so they brought all their coaster stuff that they were hoping to rehome and you know they had it at, at the at the swap meet so some people really do swap things and some people charge you know charge and you pay your money whatever uh -huh. but you can find all kind of stuff posters um uh ride you know memorabilia postcards magazines books it just it just depends on which vendors want to come. So, but there are always you know lots of them, and there's always lots to see. I love I love the rehoming. So so they're not yes. just about <laughs> preservation of the coasters; they're also about preservation of all of your souvenirs. Yes, like indeed. It. Yes. I interrupted you when you started to talk about ERT. So was there anything else before ERT? Yes, there was a, a fascination tournament that lasted for an hour. And you could just go to the fascin. Oh, so I don't. Are you a fascination fan? Did you ever play? I have played it before. Yes. Okay. Well, Knobles has fifty or so machines, and so and they have a building, the fascination building, and everybody loves to play. So for the tournament, you could play for free for an hour. So the first, <laughs> I know, isn't that awesome? <laughs> I, I, I've never, so so if somebody has never uh, seen fascination, how would you explain it? Well, it's there's it looks like a. God, what it, it's a table sort of. You sit at the end of it. Well, it's like a pinball machine, sort of. Yeah, I mean that's I would the say, shape of it. But it's like, but it's like ski. Would you call ski ball? I, I don't. I don't well, know. Because you roll, you roll the balls. Yes, I was but thinking there, but, a ski but ball. But instead too. of ski ball, where it flips up, it's flat, and then you try to to get them into the sequence at the bottom. Yeah, so, so they're they're like of twelve or fifteen or sixteen holes and you roll the ball down and you you what you want to do is get 
you know, something, all the, all the lights going one way or a diagonal, it's sort of like tic-tac-toe. Yeah. And what I was going to say find. bingo. Bing- oh, <laughs> yeah. I see, yeah. I see, I see tic-tac-toe. I can see tic-tac-toe also, but that's a good, that's a good explanation. But that, but so that's a, a game where you normally have to pay per you, but every time you, you have to pay every, every time, time you play, you play you know, but this yep. is, they just open it up and you take turns. And I've been to those with other ACE members. Um, and it's so much fun because everyone's, having a good time. So that's, oh, that, yeah. is, that is cool. People love that. People love the fascination tournament. And I mean, especially when it's free. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was, yes, that was really cool. And then there, then there was, um, ERT on a couple of rides, a twister and gosh, what else? Let me think. Um, so I, 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 I looked don't have... it up cause I'm jealous because when <laughs> I was there, flying turns was, yes. was being rehabbed. So I have not been on flying turns. I've got all the other credits, oh. but flying turns is just so unique. So it tell is. me about flying turns because you had a year T on it. We did, yes. So um, th- this is well, it, the flying the first original flying turns was um, dreamed up by Norman Bartlett in the '30s. I think the end of the '30s, and so it's it's like a bobsled only. Well, it is like a bobsled. So you, you know, you get in these little, well, and the cars, the problem is if you've seen old flying turns rides, the cars now don't, the trains don't look like that because of new safety requirements. So the, yeah. they, they couldn't really build it the way the old ones was because of the new safety requirements. So there's a car like that holds three people or at least, well, yeah, three. And then um, you, you know, you go up this track and, and you, you, at the top of it, you're just, you you let go and you just you know it's all down it's all downhill from there except that you know like if you've ever watched bobsleds in the Olympics and stuff you know you go around turns and you swing way up on the side of the wall yeah. and then you swing back the other way and it always seems as if well this is it you know I'm going to fall out but you never do of course you know so it's really exciting and people try to you know jiggle the the weights around so that like and the more people you have the heavier the car is the more you're going to go up on, on the side of the wall and so knobles has rules about who has to sit where and they weigh everybody <laughs> before you get on <laughs> yeah so, there, there's not too many to um bobsled toboggan rides left so this is very unusual ride so well, there's none like this. I mean, like they're bobsled rides, but they but they aren't like this one. I mean, because this yeah. really is a the entire the channel is turns. wood. Yeah, it's yep. not a fiberglass. It's yes, it is. Uh, so if you've never heard of it, it's definitely worth uh, a Google. And it is definitely worth going on if you go to Knobles too. It's it's worth any weight yeah. you have to, you have it. That's a lot of fun. So yeah, yes. And then the other one was Haunted Mansion, which is a oh yeah. Dark- Tell me about that, because that's a, an unusual one too. Well, it's this was a, and this year was the fiftieth anniversary of the haunted mansion too. So they they had a lot of souvenirs, and they all, I mean, all year they have all the whole season they have. Um, they had souvenir tickets that you could get, and you know, various posters and and t shirts and stuff like that. But basically, it's you know, you sit in a little car and and you you go through a dark ride, and they're just we always. <laughs> We always look for new things and people, the biggest arguments you hear people say, well, that was new. And someone else will say, no, I saw that before. No, no, that was new. So, and of course, (laughs) in Halloween, they do try to add some new things. So there were big arguments this time, you know, over like what was new and and what had been there the whole summer. Um, But anyway, the scenes are really cool because it's old fashioned. It's, It's not, 
techno wizardry. It's just old fashioned dark ride stuff, you know, where things pop out of boxes and, you know, lights flash and skulls dangle from the ceiling. I mean, I, I mean, personally, I really love that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's cool, cool that they've preserved it like they have. Yes. Yeah, so that was uh, that was another ERT ride, and then Twister was open too, so that was a lot of fun to to go on that. Yeah, sometimes I feel s- sorry for Twister when it's got Phoenix in the same park. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> They've done so much work on Twister. I mean, it, yeah, it, it really this year it just ran so well. They put a there was a lot of new wood they put into it, and I mean the the rides were awesome. It it just it was great, and I guess what was. As I said, it was raining when we got... See, everyone was worried because the forecast for Saturday was terrible. But what happened was, um, so when you got there, you know, it was raining. And it rained until about 2 o'clock. So what people did, <laughs> some people skipped Twister for ERT because, you know, when those when those raindrops hit your face at 60 miles an hour, it doesn't really feel too good. <laughs> but, it's like getting, po- getting poked constantly with a small needle. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. but it was still very popular. And of course, the Haunted Mansion was inside. So that, you know, that didn't matter. Um, and the fascination was in a building. So that was okay, too. And the flying turns, I mean, most of where you stand to wait for it is undercover. So the rain really didn't interfere with anything. I mean, it, it just didn't. So and by two o'clock, it had stopped. But yes, yeah, so those were the ERT rides in the morning. And then the next thing was, so then you're, you know, sort of on your own. Uh, and then two o'clock, there was a lunch from two to four. And, oh, that was funny too, because what they said on the schedule was light lunch. Well, <laughs> this was really an awesome lunch. I mean, they had, you know, they had, uh, they had sausages and chicken and, you know, several kinds of salad. And, and we had, there was a cake later that was, a, 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 well, that was in the evening. The, the, that wasn't there. What did we have for dessert? Anyway, it was a really big lunch. So no one, you know, and, and that was like all included in this $5 price, you know, which you wound up not paying anyway. <laughs> the, so. fi- the $5 that they gave you $5 for tickets anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they, you know, they had drinks and bottles of water. I mean, it was just, it, that was really awesome. So that was from two to four. And then after that, you were on your, basically on your own again until ERT, which was 1030 at night. And then. Oh, um, yeah. Then that night was rides Phoenix. on Phoenix. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. There's nothing better. <laughs> so, I mean, I, the park, they were always so generous. The The way the Fun Fest has worked over the years has been different. I mean, it, it sort of changed. It's changed basically. Um, I mean, because it's the park's, you know, decision how they want to uh, do the event. Mm-hmm. But. Anyway, that's what they did this year. So, and, and I just, the other great thing, of course, which I didn't even mention is since a lot of people love this event, you know, you get to see a lot of people that you haven't maybe seen all season, or maybe that you only saw one time at CoasterCon or something. So it's really great to, to, you know, meet up with people that you, you know, want to meet up with. And the thing about that park is it's so big, like you can, you can be there all day and. And and then, you know, you'll find out somebody that you knew was there and you didn't even see them. You didn't even run into just, them. <laughs> yeah. It's just so spread out. So. Okay. Well, the only thing that I saw on there that she didn't mention is that it, that said that they were doing live music. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The night. <laughs> and that's okay. that, that and that the Knoebel family even had a couple of presentations and and, uh, well, that, and ended with some cake. Yeah. That was all during ERT. Yeah, they had the band there because 
right across from Phoenix is uh, the chalet gift shop. And so the band was set up right in front of the chalet gift shop. And then, so they played and Dick Knoble talked for a while. And that, that was, this was all during ERT, if I, if I remember right, or may yeah. have started a little before ERT, but he talked for a while and it was just really, it's always great to hear him and his stories. So yes. he's a storyteller. So he's a storyteller. And then uh, an ACE member, Bill Buckley, um, he played with the band. So that's always fun to, to see too. Um, and then, yes, there was a cake, and so everybody got cake and more water. And, I mean, it was it was awesome. It was just, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the antique cars, because they were on for ERT, too. And the antique cars, I mean, that was just such a break, because if the antique cars, usually the line is just hideously long. I mean, and because they're so popular. It's not like... It's not like any antique car ride that you've ridden before because they really do it up for Halloween. Like the route mm -hmm. is the same, but that they put, you know, all kind of monsters and scenes of, you know, horrible, gross things that the cars, you know, ride through and they have incredible lights. I don't know what it's probably a name for the kind of lights that they have that for some of these displays. But you sort of have to if you just go through one time, you can't even see all the things there are because all the scenes have uh monsters doing things or doors crashing down and plus then they also have some live people on the antique car route you know who will jump out and in the old oh, days nice. they used to jump on top of your car which was really pretty scary <laughs> <laughs> so true. so that was but what was really nice was since it was during ERT it meant that we didn't have to fight the usual crowds you know it was there were oh 700 and something people registered for this this event so it's not that it was a small event but when you have the event plus people in the park who are competing for the antique cars, it really, it's tough. So, so that was really great that it was during ERT that we had the antique cars. Yeah. Well, Leanne, thanks for getting us excited for the events. I, I <laughs> love, I, it's, it's definitely sounds like one that I need to make sure I get. I, I wish Kernobles wasn't so far of a drive from me, but you, you even mentioned somebody from Chicago. Yes. That came. Yes, so yes. next time I'll have, we'll have the carpool. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get to go because <laughs> I mean, you right. just love it. Yes, it is a great park. And if, if you have not been there, you've got to make sure you get to Knobles. Yes, you do. All right, Liam. Uh, thanks for getting us excited about the events. But before we go, is there any parting uh, comments or, or something else that we could get excited about when we're thinking about going to Knobles? Well, I think um, one thing I appreciate about Knobles always is is how not only do they preserve the, the rides they have, but they're interested in preserving rides that are disappearing. Like um, during the event, um, they opened the Rocco plane, which they got from Joyland, Texas. There aren't many Rocco planes left. And, and this one was really, really fun to ride. And they restored it really quickly so that they could get it up for this event. And the one I'm really looking forward to is the Byron Curve, which is supposed to open, well, probably next year, I guess. They bought two Byron Curves, and um, they were hoping to have it ready for this season. But what they discovered was that the track was in really bad shape. So they basically had to have to reproduce the track uh, that, that they got. And both the tracks were in pretty bad shape. So that took some time. You know, the old supply chain issue business. That didn't happen for this year, but they're hoping it'll happen for next year. So. When they open the Byron Curve, there will only be one other one in the United States, and that's at um, uh, Great America in California. Um, but anyway, so I, I'm really looking forward to that.
but but they have other rides, you know, waiting in the wings. I mean, they've bought um, a, a kangaroo, a flying coaster, you know, like the kangaroo at Kennywood. They're going to work on that eventually. And they bought a caterpillar, which, you know, is in storage someplace and that will be open eventually. And I really appreciate that because the thing is, you know, it, there, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on thrill rides and things like that. But these old rides have their own kind of thrills. And I just appreciate the fact that Knoebels cares about that. And is willing to put the money into to running them again. So yeah, so not letting them go to the scrapyard. Yep, not letting them go to the scrapyard. <laughs> well, you definitely gave us a great overview of the event and a few nuggets to be excited for to make sure we get there in the future. So thanks for uh, coming on the show, and uh, we will hopefully see you at a next uh, one of our ACE events. And if you're not a member and you're missing out on these events, then you need to go to the website and sign up. What are you waiting for? Because the events, I think, I know you're the publication director, but would you agree that the events are definitely one of the great assets of being the ACE member? Oh my gosh. I, I just, you know, because the events, like that's where you meet lots of ACE members. That's where you make friends. You know, that's where you find the people who have the same interests as you. And then really you make friends for life. I, the events are just awesome. I, I, I never want to miss any. Thank you so much to Publications Director Leanne Droud for that interview. And speaking of publications, let's take a look at some of the ACE news from this past month. Did you hear about Vacoma's Super Boomerang? Did you hear one is coming to Six Flags Great Adventure? Do you have any idea what makes it different from the original? Well, Tim Baldwin breaks down what a Super Boomerang is by taking a closer look at the original one, Cloud Shuttle, at Fanta Wild Wonderland in China, which opened in July. Rab Askoff gets the scoop from Palace Entertainment's Jerry Brick. They talk about Lake Compounds' Wildcat, the Underground at Adventureland in Iowa, and even the refurbishment of Castle Park in Riverside, California's log flume, Sawmill Plunge. And in another article, Rob Askoff takes a look at the B&M family coasters that were announced for Bush Gardens Tampa Bay, Phoenix Rising, and SeaWorld Orlando, Penguin Trek. To find all your ACE news, log into ridewithace.com and click on Publications. And now, here is the ACE event rundown for November 2023. On Thursday, October 2nd, Jess Nemec is hosting an online event for any ACERs on the spectrum. You are welcome to join and meet some new friends, whether you're on the spectrum or not. On Saturday, November 11th, hosted by Ace Heart of America at Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri, it's Coaster Christmas 2023. This is the Heart of America region's signature enthusiast event. It's a day of festive thrills, celebrations, socialization, and of course, hearty home cooking in a truly unforgettable setting. The day kicks off with park presentations and giveaways, plus at least one fire in the hole behind the scenes tour. Attendees will also be treated to trailblazer passes valid for eight front of the line rides per person. The park will also be providing meal vouchers valid for the park's famous prime rib dinner buffet or any other restaurant, 
and a pass for VIP seating at one of the park's popular holiday shows. End the day with 6.5 million lights featuring joy on Town Square, the popular Christmas and Midtown Light Spectacular, and a nightly holiday light parade. Still want more? Several event add-ons are available, and your admission ticket is also good for Sunday, November 12th. Also on Saturday, November 11th, hosted by Ace Southeast at Dollywood Theme Park in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, it's Smoky Mountain Coaster Fest. And now, ahem, to tell you about it, I'd like to read you this poem. Twas the fall of the year all through the land, surely Dolly knows that we're all a big fan. Excitement was brewing, a thrill in the air, in hopes that our Smoky Mountain Coaster Fest soon would be there. Wait no longer, our enthusiast kin. Registration is now open, so everyone join in. Coasters, shows, and food, oh my, but not lightning rod. It's under the knife for a fourth try. We'll chat with Pete Owens, where he'll strive not to tell anything to us about 2025. Come one, come all to this event so grand at Dollywood, duh, where it's all been planned. Okay. Whoever wrote that, Josh Harrington, was that you? Great job. But I feel like all you had to write under the event was hot chocolate bar with cinnamon bread, and we would all sign up. And on November 11th in Kissimmee, Florida, it's Ace Cares Weekend at Give Kids the World Village. This is the Saturday before the IAPA Expo, and if you can volunteer in any way, shifts are usually three to five hours, and there's a variety of things that you can do. It's an incredible organization. You do have to be approved as a volunteer ahead of time, so please register early. And then on the Monday of the IAPA Expo, November 13th, hosted by Ace Florida at SeaWorld Orlando, it's Pipeline Surf and Dessert Party. We are getting two hours of ERT on Pipeline the Surf Coaster while enjoying a buffet of chocolate fondue treats and an evening stroll through the Sea of Trees show on the lagoon. Wear a Hawaiian shirt for a chance to win additional prizes, so as you're putting away all your summer clothes, make sure you don't put that away. Also during the IAPA Expo, there will be a meet and greet on Wednesday, November 15th, hosted by Ace Florida at BJ's Brewhouse on iDrive. It's informal, but save the date if you can. Now let's hop down to Texas on Saturday, November 18th, hosted by Ace South Central at SeaWorld San Antonio. It's Ace Day at SeaWorld. It's during their Christmas celebration and there will be an hour of ERT on Tidal Surge, Texas Stingray, Riptide Rescue, and Sea Swinger, which will then be followed by lunch. There will also be reserved show seating for a holiday show. And following dinner, the day will end with an hour ERT on Steel Eel, Great White, and Wavebreaker. Staying in Texas on Sunday, November 19th, hosted by Ace South Central at ZDT's Amusement Park, it's Ace Day at ZDT's. ERT on Switchback and Go-Karts, followed by lunch and a game. Everyone will receive an unlimited wristband to enjoy all the attractions all day. That is a fun Texas weekend for those looking to travel. And speaking of travel, let's travel over to Ace Europe on Saturday, November 25th and Sunday, November 26th, hosted by Ace Europe at Europa Park in Germany. It's Winterfest. There will be group dinner, ERT on Can Can Coaster, and a Q&A session. 
accommodations were offered, but are currently sold out. So you would have to get your own accommodations, but you still can register to go. And we don't want you to miss out on these registrations in the future or for any upcoming ACE events. So make sure you're checking the website ridewithace.com under the events calendar. But also follow ACE everywhere you consume your social media. We're on Facebook, X, Threads, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Make sure you're subscribed to ACE's pages on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, and Discord. Follow us everywhere to stay on top of all the coaster and park news coming out and to hear what your ACE membership has to offer. And if you haven't joined ACE yet, what are you waiting for? You can also gift memberships to others, just saying for those who are thinking about holiday shopping. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars if you can, rate and review. And if you have any questions, comments, or podcast episode pitches for us, please reach out to podcast at aceonline.org. Thanks for listening. Hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit aceonline.org for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.